Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, the news came down on May 3rd, uh, last week, that the Food and Drug Administration had approved Arexvi, which is the first RSV vaccine approved for use in the United States. Now, there are limitations. They're saying that they're looking for individuals 60 years of age and older. So not for kids, which is one of the areas where we had seen a huge request for some relief because so many kids were getting sick. But let's bring in an expert on this who covers infectious disease and deals with it all the time, Dr. Raymond Ponser, who is also the vice president of the Allegheny County Medical Society, joining us here on KDK. Dr. Ponser, thanks for coming back. How are you? Hey, I'm very well, Rick, and I really appreciate you having me on today. So we were just chatting there as as the news was finishing up about the significance of RSV and the fact that this has been something they have been looking for a vaccine for decades for RSV. I'm not so sure that we as the American public think about it as being one that would have been targeted for so long. Why so? Why has it been one of those that physicians and clinicians have been trying to figure out for such a long time? Yeah, it has been a long time, Rick, and it's really exciting that we finally have one that looks extremely effective and safe. But uh, back in the mid-60s, 1960s, they began to look to develop an RSV vaccine. Um, RSV, which is respiratory syncytial virus, uh, has really been a significant problem and continues to be a major uh, infection, particularly for the very young and for the older, frail individuals. Um, So this was high on the list of vaccines to develop. But unfortunately, when they made an attempt and did trials back in the mid-1960s, they found that uh, the children, the infants that received the vaccine in the trial, actually got sicker than those who did not get the vaccine. So that set back development quite a bit. And it's been ongoing for years and years, uh, decades actually. And the technology that came out of RSV vaccine development in recent years actually expedited the COVID vaccine development. Uh, COVID vaccine was able to be produced so rapidly because of the work and research that had gone into RSV vaccine on how to develop vaccines. So, just a little background there. Does it have to do with the way that the, that the actual mechanism is delivered or, or what sort of uh, success were they able to, to build on in terms of this, this vaccine from RSV over to COVID? Yeah, well, they were able to develop and figure out the precise structure of the protein that causes the attachment or the fusion of the virus onto the respiratory cells. And once they developed that type of technology, to be able to uh, develop antibodies to those specific targets that the virus has to use for attachment, that's when it became possible. They realized that these are very focused attacks and seem to be much safer than what was going on previously. And this is exactly what went on with the RSV development. 
and the COVID vaccine development also, targeting those specific proteins on the virus. And the ones that they target typically are the ones that cause attachment to the host. We are dealing with RSV that we heard many, many big numbers this fall and winter, and now we sort of have moved past that seasonal uh, issue. Is the concern with RSV that it tends to be lower respiratory, meaning that you're dealing with more pneumonia, more lungs, as opposed to we oftentimes think of you know upper respiratory things. You've got a cough and you've got congestion and things like that. Is the lower respiratory more dangerous? The lower respiratory is definitely more dangerous, and RSV can actually uh, attack and impact both the airways, the upper airways, and the lower airways. Uh, but to get the severe illness, it's typically in the lower airways. Those are the ones that cause pneumonia, that cause hospitalizations. Um, RSV causes more hospitalizations of infants than any other virus. It's actually the number one cause of death in infants less than one year old from an infection in this country. The only thing that outdoes it in the world is malaria. And also uh, tens of thousands of people uh, die per year. Adults die uh, from RSV also. I mean, up to 10,000 or sometimes it's as much as the flu mm. on any given year. So it's nasty. We see it all the time. And unfortunately, we don't have any medicines that are effective for RSV. Unlike flu, unlike COVID, we have medications we can utilize to treat patients, not so much for RSV. We just have to support support them primarily and get them through their respiratory illness and hope that their immune system takes over and works its wonders for them. But this vaccine has proven very effective in preventing severe illness in the elderly and preventing deaths in the elderly. It's uh, markedly effective. Our guest is Dr. Raymond Ponser here on KDKA. So, Doctor, I, th I think that all of us, by listening to everything that we went through during COVID, sort of have a, a better understanding of what happens in terms of the um, process for something to be approved. At first, it goes through the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Then it goes to the CDC, and they've got to go ahead and give a panel recommendation. Any idea? I mean, is this going to be something that is expedited because of the number of people impacted, like what we saw with COVID? Or is this going to be a longer, slower process because not as many people are dealing with RSV as we're dealing with uh, coronavirus? Well, uh, the process for adults, obviously, for, for the elderly has already gone through. I think the other big group of people are the infants, uh, the children. Uh, particularly those aged one year and less. And the problem with infants that age is that their immune system is so young and immature that it doesn't respond well to vaccines. But the good news is, is that a large study was just published and there's a lot of work going on on vaccinating pregnant women with the RSV vaccine. And the data that's coming out looks very promising. And it won't surprise me if we see FDA approval for vaccination of pregnant women to protect their infants. They can produce the antibodies and they pass them on to the infants. And the studies show that those infants are protected up to six months of age to a pretty high degree. So this is also good news on the RSV vaccine front. 
And so that would just be via placenta. So then when the baby is born, there's not anything that the physicians have to do. The mother already provided that by passing the antibodies. That's exactly right, Rick. It wow. passes uh, from the mother straight through to the fetus. And when the baby's born, they have good antibody levels that stay in their system for months wow. through their most vulnerable time. It's also true with flu vaccine. That's another vaccine uh, when pregnant women receive it that, uh, the vac- that the virus or the antibodies, I'm sorry, pass on to the baby. Well, I know you've got a lot of people waiting to hear from you and talk to you and see you today. I don't want to keep you, but thank you very, very much for passing on your knowledge on this subject. It's always good to hear your voice, and, and it's always good to have you on KDK. Thank you, Dr. Ponser. Hey, thank you, Rick, and uh, I hope that you and your listeners have a very good day today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.